0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, for the first time in four weeks, I am happy to report that the Pittsburgh Steelers were victorious uh, this time in week five over the Denver Broncos, 27 to 19. That. And uh, joining me tonight, uh, Ian and Ben, and Ben has been absent, that that stupid career he has or whatever it is, been keeping him away from us, but he's back tonight for your pleasure and certainly ours, as I'm sure there will be numerous uh, uh, amounts of swearing and uh, alcohol consumption and whatnot, but that's what we do. Uh, Ben has already featured two different beverages. Ben, what do you have tonight? What are are Uh, you drinking? i'm drinking uh, uncle
1: nearest uh bourbon okay uncle nearest was uh was a black sharecropper who taught jack daniel's how to make whiskey and i i am drinking um and the, the whiskey's named after him and
0: yeah. i'm drinking uh your favorite jubile ale jubile ale that's uh, right buddy you're 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 getting in the holiday spirit a little soon there
2: uh yeah um, i was but-
0: shocked it's really good this year, though. You're going to okay. love it. All right. And, uh, Ian, what are uh, what are you uh, enjoying tonight?
2: So I am, for the first time in four weeks, drinking my Terry Bradshaw bourbon uh, because we actually won a game. By the way, way to bury the lead there. When you said the first time in four weeks, I was oh, going to say Ben's back with us. But, no, the Steelers are winning are way more important than Ben's <laughs> also back with us. Oh, for yeah, yeah. sure. For sure, <laughs> so, yes. Terry Bradshaw makes a damn good bourbon. Everyone should he go. Does, he does, man. He does.
0: Holy cow! It's my, oh, there it is. I'm looking in my refrigerator down and here, and some
1: damn good looking daughters too. He makes some pretty dogs. Yeah, he does. I, I got to give does. him props. I, I, I did hear tonight. For being an just, ugly guy, he makes some really nice-looking
0: kids.
2: It's, that's what us ugly guys do. <laughs> that's um, true. That's true. I mean, yeah. My kids yeah. don't get it from me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I also have uh, uh, cracked open the, the Bradshaw bourbon tonight, and I've got a yingling here on the side as well. So, um, yeah, Terry was trending a little while ago, apparently not for real good reasons. What happened? Uh, he, he apparently uh, – had some some words to say about Aaron Andrews' outfit during an interview or something. Oh and it shit! Didn't go over real well, but uh, he's that's why I love Terry. He's he is what he is. Um, anyway, guys, hey, the Steelers uh, looked a hell of a lot better on Sunday um, against Denver, and you know I, I think there's something to be said for maybe Denver wasn't as good as their three and one record indicated, and maybe mm. the Steelers were better than. Uh, what they had shown in previous weeks. All I can tell you is that they uh, they got a win. They they broke a three-game losing streak and they they've gotten themselves back to two and three, um, and and could be in a decent position here to to make up some ground over the next several weeks with a bye, obviously a trip to Cleveland, uh, but then they have the Lions and the Bears. I think back to back and some winnable games there. So um, you know, pretty pretty okay considering where things were and how banged up this team is right now, but. Uh, ben, what were your takeaways from uh, from the game on Sunday? The offensive line,
1: well, still not what I would consider a good unit, mm-hmm. played much better, much, much better. Um, and they're playing better together, and I think that's the reason. Um, as well, I think that, that Kevin Dotson was trying a little too hard to compensate for the guys on either side of him, the two rookies. And it seems like the last, I don't know, Let's say five or six quarters of football he's played, he's just gone out and just played. Um, but as a result, you know the, the line is playing better together. I still think Kendrick Green is still finding his legs. He, yeah. you know, he was he's gone against a couple of really good lines the last couple of weeks. Very good nose tackle mm-hmm. versus Green Bay, and it, you know he's kind of gotten his ass kicked to be, to be honest. Um, but I mean everybody, even Chukes played better last week. He he really did. I mean, he had a couple of false start penalties, which yep. I was like, you fucking bonehead. But
0: considering it was who's across from him,
1: you know. It it was better. And yeah. and you know, yeah, Denver has has a good D. They really do. Mm-hmm. Those linebackers are not great, but their defensive line and their DBs are good. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it, it was it was much better. the the play calling was a little better, they're a little more creative. Um, I, I thought that Ben got the ball out fast, but he's been doing that all year. Right. Um, he played pretty well. Um, he still looks mortal to me. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, Mm -hmm. he's not Superman anymore, which, you know, that eventually happens. Father time is undefeated. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought the, the offensive line was the big thing that jumped out
0: to me. They played much, much better. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I was surprised to see Chooks coming out of the tunnel. I I thought they would stick with Hague for, uh, I, right? I just yeah, just simply because they they looked a little bit better against Green Bay running the they ball, looked, and I they thought, looked way better. Yeah, against Green I Bay. thought okay. Then we'll they had stay the previous two weeks, right? Right. The previous and, two weeks they were awful. You know, and as negative as we can be on uh, coaching staff at times, I give them credit. They they stayed. They went back to Chooks, and it uh, it paid off. I mean, he he played much better. Um, Ian, what were your thoughts on uh, Sunday?
2: Yeah, so I I agree with Ben. I think one of the other things they did was they simplified things a little bit for the offensive line. There wasn't as many, you know. Plays where a bunch of linemen were all pulling around at once, right? It was Mm -hmm. more line up, block the guy in front of you, and go rather than, you know, okay, I'm the left tackle on this play, but I have to pull around to the right side and be the lead blocker, or I have to, you know, get out in space and block this defensive back, or, you know, I'm the center and have to perform a reach block on a middle linebacker on an outside zone play. Like, they, it seemed like they simplified a lot more things. It was mm-hmm. just like line up and beat the guy in front of you. And they did that a lot better. Um, and I, that definitely helped the running game. Um, and I, I agree with everything Ben said. Um, and defensively too, Um you know, they really, really came up with some big plays to shut things down. I mean, in the first half, really, there were two big plays for Denver, and that was it, and the defense responded both times. There was the strip sack of Ben, yep. The Denver got the ball, and the defense forced a field goal, and there was the long run by Javante Williams that credit to James Pierre for running that guy down and preventing a touchdown. And then Williams being a moron and spiking the ball, put them back at the seven yard line. They wound up kicking a field goal again because, uh, Devin Bush got that sack right up the middle too. So, you know, uh, both times the defense got put in a bad situation and made plays to make them kick field goals to score touchdowns. And lo and behold, there's your eight point victory right there. You know, if they get those two touchdowns, that's eight points, eight point difference right there. Um, So, you know, the, the defense did what they needed to do. And you're not going to stop an NFL offense and keep them out of the end zone for four quarters of a game. So, I mean, it's I wasn't hard. surprised in the second half, especially with, you know, Devin Bush got dinged up again and was out of the game. Um, and, you know, injuries happen Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, but credit to James Pierre too. I mean, you know, playing cornerback, you have to have a short memory and it seems like he has a very short memory that doesn't get too down on himself. Um, you know, he made a big play in the first half, like I said, running down Williams to prevent a touchdown. He gave up a touchdown in the second half, but then he came back and basically ran the receivers route for him on the last play of the game that he was like, you know, you're not, you're not completing a pass against me. And, you know, for being, And one on one singled up, that was that was the best he played
1: Mm -hmm. the entire game. I agree with you one hundred percent.
2: Yeah. That yeah, it was, you know, he he for being a undrafted free agent in his second year that didn't have a training camp his rookie year, I mean, I think there's something there. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a I still not sold the he starting every down caliber NFL cornerback. I mean, I think there's a big right. drop off from, right. you know, uh, Cam Sutton to James Pierre, but I think he, at this point in his career in year two, he's serviceable and the arrows pointing up for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As far as Pierre goes, I, I agree everything, you know, the, the short memory making plays the hustle play, which, which absolutely paid off at the end. Um, for for sure. I, I let me focus on the offense for a little bit. Um Ben, what did you pick up on in the either the play calling or play design um of of what the Steelers were doing on Sunday? Because I, I there was definitely a few things I noticed right away that they seem to be doing a little bit differently. Well, they, they executed a
1: lot of RPOs. A mm-hmm. shit ton of RPOs, especially in the second half. So that seems to be something they're going to go to when they have a lead, if I don't miss my guess. And they, they did more, they, they executed more motion and, and they yep. did so correctly and then took advantage of what the defense showed them pre snap mm-hmm. um, and, and at the snap. So I, I don't think they did a lot of things differently. Honestly, um, I thought in particular in the run game, they just executed better. They just, cause they, Execution has just been so poor all mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. long. Offensively, it's been shit. And we expected that coming out of the gate. We just didn't think it would last all of September. Right. You know, and it, and right. it did. And, uh, you know, I, I think I don't want to I don't want to use the term turning the corner, but they made some progress. And And really, honestly, that's all I wanted to see. I just wanted mm-hmm. to see incremental mm-hmm. progress mm-hmm. continually every single game. And if we get that, you know, by the end of the year, this will be at least an average line. It'll be serviceable. And and if they can get that far, they'll give themselves a chance.
0: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. I, I I thought the the motion was better. Um, they had a lot of jet motion going on. I liked some of the shifting that was going on. Uh, they they went to to Zach Gentry a little bit and and. <laughs> I never would have thought I would be saying Zach Gentry. Um, but but he's, turned he's been himself, way better. He's been turned himself into a really solid blocker. Yeah.
1: You know? uh, okay. That you're being you I, I didn't
0: you, say good. I didn't say great. He said
1: solid blocker. He's, I I, 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 I'm I think I'm not gonna he's... I'm not gonna call Zach Gentry a solid blocker.
0: He's much improved. Hi, Maggie. Hello, Maggie. Yeah, I th- I think okay, fine. Much improved. He he definitely yeah. is is, is He's, he's legitimate a legitimate NFL
1: tight end now.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. a
1: legitimate NFL tight end now. And and I'll be honest with you, when he when he got drafted, I was like, there's no way that was a wasted draft pick. I cannot believe they they burned a fifth round pick. Oh, I still again, hate it. Again on a player who's yep. not gonna amount to shit. Yep. I, I still hate it.
0: <laughs>
1: he still hate the pick.
0: He's <laughs> years later and he's contributing, but um <laughs> What it's uh his third so, year he, he looks better man. He does. I, I got to give him
1: props. He does. What uh
0: so, so what do you do, you know, they got to make a decision on Zach Banner this week and and you know, he's coming <sighs> in. No, they, they actually don't, Mark. Oh, wasn't um, it the this I thought this was the end of the um, third week.
2: No, they can go through the uh through the end of this week and then yeah. bring him back They can the bring him
1: back on Monday and then have him sit out the bye week, which th- that's okay. my guess. That's what they're probably going to do. Yeah. No, that They're going to bring sense. him back on Monday and then have him sit out the bye. He wants to play.
0: I mean, he's Is been McFarland in it. the same situation. Uh no, he's got another week. He's got extra week. Okay, I'm sorry. Go back. Go back to Banner. Ooh. So where, where does where does Banner fit? It's a lovely go, Mark. model there. There you oh, go. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Honestly, I think you work him in slow. I think you, you know, use him in that extra tight end role originally. Um see where he's at because I mean, we talked about this before, but he's only played, what, like less like, than a game, like a quarter yeah. and a half as a starting lineman. And I think also it kind of depends on how the running game goes against Seattle this week. If the running mm-hmm. game continues to show improvement right. and these guys are finally starting to gel together, then, then you don't you mess with it. Don't mess with it. Oh, right. I, right. Yeah. Big time agree. Don't,
0: don't yeah. fix it if it ain't broke. What what is uh, Ben? What's your feeling on Dan Moore? I mean, he he's he's a rookie. He's a fourth round guy. He's in a position that we did not see him. I mean, if you would have told us back at the draft that this would this guy would be starting week one, I we would have said you're full shit. There's no way. Um, but he is. He's it's up and down. We we would have said you
1: know we would have said if Dan Moore is our starter week one, we're in trouble. Huge. And Yeah. Let, let's be honest. Dan Moore has been up and down. He has not been good. Um, he hasn't been terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think they kind of threw him to the wolves. Um, he was described to me some time ago as an, an unrefined player with a very high ceiling. And I think that's accurate. Um, that's that's the guy. He was not a finished product when he came out. And they, mm-hmm. they kind of threw him in there before he had a chance to go into the, into the role. And that's my biggest gripe with him. I think long-term, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, you know, uh, he's been really bad except for this last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I guess he was, he was much, much better this yeah. week, both in pass protection and especially in run block. And I was like, you know, hey, whatever you need to do to to be the guy to to mm-hmm. grow into that role, if this is the the course you're gonna take, now you're our guy now because you're a Steeler. So, yeah, for do sure. what you got to do. Now, is I I wish they would have got another route. Honestly, if I would have had my brothers, they would have they would have either paid a tackle or drafted a tackle. Mm-hmm. Probably would have had mm-hmm. to pay one. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know. They didn't. It is what it is. These are our mm-hmm. guys now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's okay. You know, if, if he can keep showing, like we talked about before, incremental progress,
0: yeah. Yep. then fantastic. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at with him. I, I think he's done terrific uh, work for for a young man in the position that he was put into. So um, you're right. Let's just see if that improvement continues to, to keep going. Um what uh Ian, what was your overall take on uh, uh Big Ben's performance? He he's obviously the last few weeks, he's been under a lot of fire, a lot of fire from myself included. Um what what did you think uh of, of, well Maggie clearly didn't care for it. Uh, what'd you think about Ben on
2: Sunday? Yeah, so um, the the one thing that they... Oh, Margaret, you are okay. Okay, you can play with my headphones. Um, the one thing... Well, this is a family show. We It's real life. Um, the, uh, the, the one thing they did really well offensively as a whole was picking up first downs on second down. Novel concept, yeah, right? right? Like, hey, let's not even get to third down. Let's get the first down when it's only second down. So... Um, you know they they did a really good job of that, and I thought situationally, Maggie, you have my headphones, baby girl. Um, <laughs> I thought situationally they did things really well too. That um, they they pushed the ball down the field right when they needed to. They in in some situations they uh, oops, camera got turned off. Nope. Yeah, let me. I'll All let right. you take care of Maggie, Ben, okay. and I'll handle this one. In, I'll just say, in in some situations, they, uh, you know, maybe they push a little too far, right? Third and short, throwing it deep, but they score a touchdown that way too. So, right when I they did. when they have single coverage, sometimes you have to push it. I'm I'm okay with doing that when you're at like the 50 yard line. I'm not okay with doing it when you're like on the fringe of field goal range at like the. 35 40 yard line like just get the first down in those situational awareness yeah but i thought that i felt like they did a much better job of that and you know ben's yards per attempt was like 10 this past week which was like double what it had been the last few weeks so he definitely used more of the field and they got more yards after the catch too like claypool's crossing route that he turned into a 50 yard gain they got a lot more so all right with that those are my (laughs) thoughts go Steelers, and i'm gonna go put this little girl to bed (laughs)
0: uh ben what 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 did you see out of big ben this week uh he played better uh yeah, I
1: thought so. he, you know he, he they let him use his head a little bit i yeah. i wish that they would let him audible a little more uh instead of saying hey you know this is the play we're gonna motion into it go with what you see um you know that that's my only Gripe with the offense right now is you, yeah. you got this guy who's played all these years. His greatest
0: asset at this point is going to be his mind. Mm-hmm. Why not let him use it? Yeah, it's it's beyond me why they're doing what they're doing with him um, in certain situations. It's it just I I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, um, you know I, I thought the the strip sack was uh, you know unfortunate and and on him to a degree holding the ball as long as yeah. he did. Uh, uh,
1: and it's it's not that he doesn't know the rush is coming. Yeah, it's that he he can't move that fast anymore, and he no. really couldn't. On and Sunday. he's got. I and mean, the
0: problem is he's still thinking like he's twenty five.
1: You well, know, and, and, and yeah, and, I mean he he can't move that quickly anymore in a short area, and yeah. on top of that, he's gimpy because he's injured. Yeah, Which makes
0: it even worse. Yep. And he, uh, he did go into the tent in the second half on Sunday as well. And and I, I think they were just taking a look at the hip. I, I'm, I didn't get uh, I'm sure. of that, but I think that's what it was. Well, and he, he uh, smacked his, uh, his wrist on Shuke's helmet. Yes. Yes. There was that too. I forgot about that. Um, but you know, the only other play he, he had the ball, the one where he scrambled and he, and he threw it and it easily should have probably should have been an interception, um on that real short route, you know. Uh, other than that, I thought he threw the ball pretty well. He had a couple little stretches there where he missed some receivers. Um but but by and large, his his receivers made plays for him, which I I think only helps his confidence. Not that not that a guy of his uh age and stature needs confidence, but it's nice to know that when you zing it out there to Claypool, he's not just going to get tackled and go down. He's going to make extra yards. DJ did the same thing a couple of times. Um you know, he he, he hit uh, – I loved the one call. I think it was a second and long. We, we just had a penalty, um, and they just ran a little angle route with Najee, and I think he picked up maybe 12 or 13 yards to get us Najee. in that short. Yeah, Najee. What did I say? Najee? Najee? Yeah, yeah i got to yeah. make sure I'm saying that right. He doesn't like it. Najee. Um, you yeah. know, that, that was just an example of what I thought was pretty good play calling um, on on Sunday, at least at least better than what we had we had been seeing, and better execution. Obviously, that's that's a big part of it as well. That that was a huge part of it. Yeah, is the offense just
1: just played better? Just yeah, flat out did. And and we saw some use of the fullback this week. Holy Imagine Garrett that Watt. shit! Oh my know god! Well, even Mrs. Amazing. Derek Watt was excited. She was tweeting about it. Yeah, no, it it was great that he he
0: got in there was making a it contribution. Was. Just knocking people down, but yeah, so oh, no, it was there there was a couple of times where you could see him kind of coming around the formation and, and making a real nice seal block and and, and allowing yeah. Najee to get to get extra yards. And uh, you know, I, I my gut feeling is they don't want to use him a lot, but I think the fact that they were willing to use him and it was successful tells me we're gonna continue to see him a little bit. Um and that You would that's fucking good. hope so, right? Yeah, right? I Yeah, they broke, man. Uh hey, the SCB Steelers podcast is presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. Deck serves Broward and the Southern Palm Beach counties whether it's commercial, industrial, residential or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Um defensively uh, Devin Bush, uh, he has practiced this week. Uh, full practices both days. Yep, Both days should be a go, uh, barring any setbacks tomorrow, which is good. Um, he, hey, enjoyed... just a groin
1: injury. Those things don't happen here.
0: Well, they're, they're so, so rare in Pittsburgh. They are this um, season. Jeez. Oh man. It's bizarre. Um, I, you know, Cam Sutton looks like he'll be back. Um, which gives them that flexibility with, with Sutton to either play on the boundary uh, or or uh, uh, in the slot. What would you think of uh, Arthur Millet on Sunday? I
1: like him better in coverage than I do as a mm-hmm. run defender.
0: That's what I've always thought of Millette. Yeah, I do as well. I thought he was a lot more active, though. He, he seemed to me to be a guy that played with more confidence, running around a little bit.
1: Who's around I mean, the just, ball a lot? I'll yeah, give him that. Yeah,
2: uh,
0: I will give him that. I I don't,
1: I don't think he's a terribly physical player. Mm-mm. Um, he's not terrible. He's not awful. I, I I right right. Maybe that was the wrong way to put it. Um, I just you know I don't I don't think he's super physical, and that's one of the things that that worries me a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, and, and you know you need that kind of thing out of that. So that
1: guy you know that guy especially in the early downs has got to be a good tackler that was why William Gay was so good at it
0: yeah that's a good point that's a good analogy right there because he was um and William Gay was a guy that struggled a little bit early in his career um you know eventually made his way to Arizona came back yeah and and made himself into a pretty damn good cornerback um what uh well, what's the impact of the Juju injury here? I, I think sometimes fans uh, get so caught up with statistics; they look at targets, they look at catches, yards, touchdowns. He does a hell of a lot more than that. Um, and and I, you know, how, how do you how do you make up for for his absence? Well, who, who's got to step in? Who's going to play in that slot more often? How are they going to proceed here?
1: Uh I think they'll probably end up putting. Claypool in the slot. To be honest with you, wow. because they're they're going to be looking for mismatches, mm-hmm. um, and it's just that's not James Washington's spot. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just he's not an inside no. guy. You would think he could be. He's built like a running back, but it's just not his spot. At least not now. Um, so we'll see what happens. But do want to emphasize since. We talked about it this summer. This is why you don't trade a James Washington. Absolutely. You still have three good wide receivers in that core. And we're still in pretty good shape, even after losing a guy like Juju, who, honestly, it's probably more of a number two than a number one. Yeah. But still, um, you, you you lose that guy, and you lose a facet of, of your offense because – he did all the dirty work. He yeah, he would get in there and block and he was good at it. Um he was a great possession receiver on third downs. And it there's a lot of value in that. Um sure hands. I need 6 yards, I can get 7 with Juju. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um So he you know, he'll be missed uh you know, as well. People keep talking about his leadership ability. I I think a lot of that's underrated and I'm sure he'll be around because he loves the
0: game yeah but... he was there today already yeah um, at the facility just just kind of walking around cruising around talking to Ben and, and some of the other guys I he strikes a guy that that likes being around um, whether he's playing whether he's hurt he just wants to be around the team um, and, and we've seen plenty of guys before they get hurt the last thing they want to do is be around the team. Um, you know, so I, I think it's going to be kind of curious to see where he's at in in that regard. Um, the, uh, uh, the kicking game on Sunday real quick, I did want to mention, uh, Boswell is doing a damn fine job. He had that one miss earlier this year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Cincinnati game. Um, but man, the guy has been money uh he nailed the one that that Mike Tomlin in my opinion appropriately took the points off the board and they they did uh, uh I was really
1: nervous about that. I I didn't like it. And then honestly it worked out fine.
0: It, but... it did. It was risky at the end. They they scored on third down. That nice throw to Claypool. Um but um I I, I didn't mind it because it was it, automatic first down. I mean if it would have put us like in fourth and 2 or something I'm like no 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 no. Take the points. Um but but you know the fact that he 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 banged that one in uh, in the fourth quarter, um, yeah I, I definitely do not should not print anymore during the uh, the the video here I'll use my resources more often, um, but he did great and I thought Presley Harvin had a nice day punting. I thought it was his first day uh, where he was a little more consistent and um, man I'm telling you what go I think he's
1: this... been pretty good aside from a couple of punts oh. and, and he's had. He's had a couple of punts and people unfortunately have still got Jordan Berry flashbacks. So, well, yeah. You know, there's gonna be some criticism because of that. But I think this kid's
0: played pretty well this year. I really do. Yeah, and I, I'm not knocking him at all. And and I'll I'll say this too. If you go to a game, get in early to watch him kick in the pregame, it sounds like somebody is being shot when this guy kicks a ball. I mean the the smack that comes off of his foot when he punts the ball, and it just takes off like a rocket ship. He get big beautiful spirals, um, and and you know obviously warmups is a far different animal than the game, um, and and a lot more noise during the game and stuff. But man, it's just really really cool to watch him uh in in warm-ups but uh it's difficult because i'm usually chugging beers in the well lot to the last I, second I, I, and and that's totally understandable i uh sunday i was already chugging beers in the in the stands so um <laughs> you know six to one half dozen the other there but um yeah it, it's fun I and i think ray ray mcleod uh you know it's fun to watch when you can't see the all 22 um when you're at a game and you can kind of see the different gaps and the different holes and a kick return open up and stuff, I, he's gonna pop one uh, one of these days he's gonna get one because there are some alleys there and he sees it he gets there and just he he gets strong tackled or somebody just grabs an arm at the last second. I just really feel like he's close um and and those special teams plays are are obviously really, really huge so um yeah. it, it it'd be good going forward. We, um, we beat Buffalo with a special teams play. Absolutely, remember? yeah. I, and and I guess arguably they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. I mean, arguably, are other than the Cardinals who are five zero. Oh, the the Bills know. are the best team in the AFC. Right oh, now. I think so. I mean, they just. You know, smoke I mean, and and,
1: and don't get me wrong. That could, that could change in the next month, and probably mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. as we as we talk about every year. The yep. the the complexion of the NFL changes every four weeks. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's it a marathon. It is not a sprint, but yeah. right now today, the Buffalo bills are the best team in the conference
0: and the Steelers yeah. beat them week yeah. one. So yeah, no, I I, I, I don't disagree with you. They're, they're playing well. I mean, to go on the road into Kansas city and, and, uh, come away with that kind of win is uh pretty damn impressive in my book. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I would say that's where they're at. Um, Also, going back to uh, Sunday a little bit, we would obviously be very remiss if we didn't mention the performance of Najee Harris. Uh, Gets his first 100-yard game uh, in in week five, which ironically was uh, the the same period of time that Jerome Bettis, when he got his first 100-yard game, and Franco Harris, when he got his first 100-yard game in week five. Um, I don't think... And, Ben, you'll you comment, obviously. But I don't think this kid's even scratched the surface, I think, of what he's capable of doing no. yet. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, be, be, yeah.
1: And, we, and we saw it a couple of times on Sunday when he got to the second level mm-hmm. unscathed and made the first guy miss, and the things he could do then. Yeah. And, and that's what makes him special. I mean, he can do the short yardage stuff, which you need to be able to do. Um, you know he can make the first guy miss when he should be losing two yards and gain three and that's huge it's mm-hmm. it's it's huge i mean that's not something benny snell can do sorry benny snell people benny yeah, it's is not, not. He, it yeah no it's it's about over yeah. um they're gonna have to draft him to the running back next year to be perfectly honest because they they need a viable backup and you're right stop trying to make Kalen Balage happen it isn't going to happen the knock on him his entire career has been yeah you know he looks really good in the preseason and everybody's got confidence in him and then the regular season rolls around and he can't do shit and
0: I bought it I, 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 yep. I thought he could do something and I was wrong I thought he'd be a little bit better but so I think the guy has him. talent he just yeah. can't put it
1: together for whatever reason and, and a lot of guys at this level this happens you know you get what Ian refers to as four A players, guys who look really, really good versus backups, like they should be mm-hmm. starters, and then they play against starters, and they're, you know, nothing special at all. No, so I, I agree, uh, and, and and that's where Belage falls for me. So basically, you know, God forbid something happens to Naji this year. Yeah because we don't Man, we don't have a viable running back no although, no although McFarlane hasn't played this year so right right maybe maybe I
0: I, I think should, I should put that out there I, to me he impressed a little bit more in the preseason this year and again he was a guy that didn't really have a preseason last year so I I have to I have to you know make that comment um but what I saw of him last year, he just reminded me of a guy that, you know, he kind of goes down on first contact. And, and this year in the preseason, he seemed like he was a little bit more of an aggressive runner. Um, and, and I'm hopeful that that will translate when he does uh, eventually get his, get his way back in there and, and off of IR. Um, uh, defensively, I, I want to go back to that. T.J. Watt, um, I thought he looked healthier Sunday than he did the week before in Green Bay. Um, but he looked frustrated to me at times. Um, he, he looked like he was just not quite getting to Teddy Bridgewater and you could see some frustrations there. Um, and it really, being you know, competitive, I competitive though. And then that, it, it just, is, it is. I mean, I mean, you can
1: relate to that. I can relate oh, to that. God, yes. You know, um, you're, you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're just right there and you just yep. can't quite close that little tiny gap and you start to get pissed. Oh, for sure. Um, and and I think that's all it was. And and I mean, he still had a hell of a game. He really did. And he they yep. were combo blocking him and chipping him on just about every snap. Yep. And he still made some
0: big plays anyway. So he, he did. And yeah. And, and I was no means going in a direction that was knocking. Just him. saying. Yeah. Um. It, what are you? What are you seeing from Alex Highsmith? Um. You seeing enough from him right now? Oh think hell he can yeah. More yeah. No, he, he's not he's not at the top of his
1: game yet. He hasn't hit his ceiling yet. He's still got uh-huh. more more up there. And I, I think he's gonna continue to get better. But he's getting off the ball so fast this year. Yes. And it's it's scary for the offense to have to face that when they're trying so hard to shift resources to the other side to block Watt. Mm-hmm. And they're leaving this guy over here one on one. And Highsmith's going to, he's going to win more of those matchups. And when he does, he's going to blow up plays and they're going to have to go, okay, well, now what are we going to do? On yeah. top of that, yeah. you've got Ingram coming in and running over guards.
0: <laughs> Man, is he fun to watch?
1: He is. I, he really and, is. And granted, I mean, the, the guy, you might want to call him one trick pony now and it's all bull rush, whatever. I'm it's fine a, with that. The, yeah. Yeah. The, good luck trying to stop a truck coming at you at yeah. full speed. I, that's <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, yeah. It's just like, I, I, I don't know what I would do. I, if I were a guard, I would just be like, okay, well I'm going to catch this guy and I'm going to, I'm going to hang on for as long as I can and hope the ball's gone. Cause I don't know what else you can do. There's really no other strategy there. I mean, no. and if he, if he gets a hold of one of your arms and bats it down, forget it. It's over. He's going to yeah. go right past you.
0: It, it, speaking of batting it down. Uh, has anybody perfected the art of knocking down passes more than Cam Hayward? I, I mean, he's so good at it, he is. I, you know, I think he had two and a half maybe this week. Uh, he's playing really, really good football at the age of what 32 33 now. Um, no Stefan it. no Tyson Alalu. Um, I, I, I do think. Um, Chris Wormley has been a nice surprise. I'm not going to say that he's playing great by any stretch, but he's, he's been doing better than I thought.
1: Yeah. He's playing. Uh, um, Yeah.
0: And I think Isaiah Bugs has had some decent snaps. Um, Bugs is playing a lot better, especially just as a, as a
1: two gap nose tackle, which is kind of how he's being used right now, but he's playing. Okay. He really is. And, Mm -hmm. and he's also chasing the ball down the line which you need to be able to do. And a lot of nose tackles just can't do it. They just, you know, they're pluggers, but and they're going to play it. these two gaps and that's it. And if yeah. something happens and they need to get out of the way, they can't, which presents another problem altogether because you end up blocking your own teammates.
0: Yeah, no, that, that, that's true. And and especially against a team like Denver, who was in last year had some success against us. with really stringing us out to the sideline. Right. You, you get in the way of that and you create gaps and, and holes. So, no, I, I agree with you. He's, he's done very well. Um, I want to make sure that I mention uh, our great corporate sponsor with uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network, which, of course, is uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, the, here's the offer this week, and they have something different every week. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania, only new customers, only $5 minimum deposit, and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See draftkings.com sportsbook for details. So yeah, definitely check out our friends at DraftKings. Um, Seattle's coming in this week, Ben. Uh, no Russell Wilson um that helps that helps tremendously not gonna Uh, lie it helps it it does uh that said i would not just automatically pencil in a w because oh hell no this is the nfl geno smith played played decent in in spelling him last week um but bigger than that the seahawks defense has been bad Um, and, and is this an opportunity for the Steelers to, again, get that offensive line gelling, get the run game going and get Ben some time back there? Well, the, the Seahawks defensive line isn't that bad. Mm -hmm. Their linebackers aren't
1: special. Right. And, um, their, their defensive line isn't as good as Denver's. Denver's is better. I'll be frank. Mm Uh, and the the Seahawks DBs, not Nothing to write home about. No. Um, Even Jamal Adams, who in my mind is just a linebacker playing strong safety. Uh, You know, he makes some plays sometimes. Yeah. Because he's a big hitter and he's a smart player. But he's not a real rangy cover player. He's Mm -hmm. not a guy you need to worry about downfield. He's not going to chase down a, a Chase Claypool from behind and and make the tackle that saves a touchdown. That's just mm-hmm. that's not who he is. He's a guy who's going to make plays within that first 10-yard area. Right. And he'll make them. Um but yeah, he's an extra linebacker who's playing safety. Um so I not super impressive group. Um haven't been playing well, but it's early in the season, things could change. You know how that yeah. goes. Oh yeah. And I'm not penciling a W either. There is an opportunity here for the Steelers. Mm -hmm. If they can, Mm -hmm. if they can continue with the intensity they had on Sunday and focus on execution, just take it one play at a time and focus on execution. Just, okay, we got to get this done. Got to get this done. Just let's just take care of this play. And then we'll worry about the next play after that. And maybe we can get some momentum. And if we do, you know, mm-hmm. hey, things could work. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to expect, honestly. I'm, no. I'm still, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say, yeah, nervous is the right word. It is. Yeah, is. I'm still nervous about what's going to happen with these guys.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, every week, if I wasn't nervous, I, I, I would seriously question my own sanity. Um, I, I did want to ask you about something off the field. Um, Renegade, you've been in that stadium many, many times when Renegades yeah. have been playing, and and there's a lot of talk, social media. Ah, it's time to get rid of Renegade. Uh, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, when they played it at the two minute warning on Sunday, and this was not even a packed house at Heinz Field. It was it was just under sixty thousand people. That crowd was bonkers the Denver sideline was watching the video board when Renegade was going on. Uh, players in the Denver huddle were taking peeks at the video board. I still think it's an event. I still think it's an awesome thing. I, I, I Until you can show me something that's going to replace it, that's the equivalent to it or better, I keep rolling with that sucker. Um, oh,
1: yeah. And honestly – they're that's never going to go away. That's something that belongs. It belongs to the fans. It's not even something that belongs to the Steelers. It's something Mm -hmm. that the Steelers do for the fans. Yep. And uh, yeah, no, that's not going anywhere. And I, I agree with you. The, the intensity in the stadium goes way up Mm -hmm. when they play renegade. And, and I hate sticks. Do you you guys know that? I, I Uh, fucking, you you mentioned that you're not a fan of sticks. Sticks sucks. They're (laughs) fucking terrible. And when they play that song, Holy shit! What an effect it has. It's amazing. It is. It, it, it's, it's amazing. So you, you can, yeah, no, I, I won't be listening to Renegade just for the fun of it while I'm at home. But right. if I'm in the stadium and they play it, oh yeah, I love it. That's 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 different.
0: It, it's it's so fun to anticipate it because you you know it's coming at some point in the second half, and and it varies depending on the situations. But uh, you you hear people start mentioning it. You know, you can hear people several rows down in a section behind, a section in front. And you, When's Renegade coming? You know, it's Renegade, Renegade. You know, and then when it comes, and it it, it just it just goes off the wall. And uh, I I I really believe. And they played it late. They played it right, late, right last at the week. two minute warning. And and you know, we were, and, we were and, wondering, and, yeah. And, and
1: honestly, the team kind of needed a little kick right then anyway because they they were facing a Denver team that was trying to push and come back. I was just surprised they played it that late.
0: It, um, you know, and we gave up a a fairly decent yardage play on the first play out of it. And I think what happens sometimes is fans, fans automatically just think one of two things is going to happen after Renegade. One, it's going to be a sack, or two, you're going to get a turnover. And that's just not reality. I I mean, because those plays don't happen that often anyway. um, But I, I think they've just gotten accustomed to it. And, uh, it, it, which I get, I, I definitely understand it to a certain extent, but, um, I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think it should go anywhere. Um, and I, I, you know, certainly hope that it does not, um, any, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap things up here, Ben? Uh, just that
1: I really fucking hate Seahawks fans and I, cause I, I live in the Pacific Northwest yep. and, um. I've I've been dealing with Seahawks fans crying about a Super Bowl <laughs> since two thousand five that they have no business bitching over. No, okay. No. And and we'll just go ahead and recap this. Yeah, please do. Okay, I always real quickly. That. First, uh Willie Parker to the house, 75 yards after Michael Bullroy whiffed. Okay. Whiffed. Seven yep. points. Josh Brown. I guess maybe he was still upset about the fact that he was being investigated for beating his wife, and he missed two kicks. That's another six points. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Tasteless, but fuck that guy. And lastly, the Seahawks, for some reason, forgot what everyone in the fucking stadium knew and everybody who was watching at home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Steelers that year liked to run trick plays on second and short from beyond midfield. Yep. Antoine L to Heinz Ward for six more points, seven more. Okay. That's a 20-point swing. Those four plays. Those four plays. Yep. That's why the Seahawks lost. Had nothing to do
0: with the refs. Quit your goddamn bitching. And I, I the only thing I would also add to that, what the hell was Mike Holmgren doing at the end of the first half? The clock management was brutal. He, fuck that guy. Uh, I,
1: I he was mean, crying about the fact that they weren't selling Seahawks green towels. Like it's right. Like somebody would have bought it. There were no fucking Seahawks fans
0: there. Exactly. Uh as, as uh, the late Dan Rooney said, it was the biggest Steelers Super Bowl crowd he had ever seen. Uh and uh we weren't losing that day. There's no no God. way in hell we were. Uh, high, baby. what what do you got for a prediction this week? Uh,
1: Steelers 23, Seahawks 17. But, I mean, honestly, yeah. I
0: if Russell Wilson were playing, I would be probably picking the game the other way. Oh, I there's no question in my mind I would be too. Um, and I'm going to be very close to you. I was going to go 24-17. Um, I think it's going to be right in that seven, uh, 6, 7, 8-point range. So I expect it to be good. I expect us to, again, have heart palpitations as Steelers fans. But that's what we do. Um, and so, uh, we're going to wrap things up here and thanks to Ian and Maggie. I hope, uh, they're both sound asleep and, uh, thanks to DraftKings and thanks of course to Deck Roofing, uh, incorporated out of South Florida, our great podcast sponsor. And that's it for us, uh, this week. And hey, go Steelers. Uh, Ben, did you want to add something? Ravens suck. Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs>